Hey y'all, it is Hans. Welcome back. This is another episode of the the Late Night Vision Show, episode 283. We are glad you joined us again this week. Hey, this is your, I guess, one-stop shop for all the latest and breaking news in the night vision and thermal optic world. And if you're watching this show, it's probably because you saw the title of the show and said, you know what? There are some great things going on in the market right now. Need to check it out. So episode 283 is going to be the Axion, the Pulsar Axion show. And help me figure all this out because there's so much going on. It is an unprecedented time in the night vision and thermal community. The owner of Outdoor Legacy, Mr. Jason Robertson. Jason, it, it, I'm not going to say it's a mess because it's it's great. But my goodness, I cannot keep up with all there, the moves right now that Pulsars that they're so making. There's so much going on. It's I'm, so I'm, much going on. I'm looking at my desk right here and... Um, there are so many optics on my desk right now. There's things yeah. that I got on my desk you don't even know that are on my desk. So I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a mess. Uh, I say a mess. It's it's there's there's a lot of moving parts. So guys, here's some big news. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to the Axion show. Uh, what I want well, here's the important thing you need to know. So you want to stick around and watch this. There's a price drop on the Axions. All right. Mm -hmm. So so that's that's my little bit of bait there for you to to stick around. But I'm gonna give you some other uh, important info. The Pulsar. Thermion Duos. Uh, Hans and I have reviewed both of these units, the DXP50 and the DXP55 here on the Late Night Vision Show podcast. Uh, these units um, are thermal during uh, the night and they are full color 4K uh, ultra high resolution during the day. Uh, you can actually switch between these during the day where you've got, uh, you know, thermal in the big picture and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. full color in the picture and picture and vice versa. It's really cool. Great units. Uh, very good for guys that want to, you know, go sit on the stand and deer hunt, have the same rifle, stay there and hunt hogs or coyotes that night. Guys, you need to go check these out. Here's the big news on these. There is a price drop. Uh, well, I shouldn't say a price, drop, a sale that's going on for <laughs> October. It is a price drop, but it's a sale for October. Uh, Pulsar is wanting to get a bunch of these units out there in the hands of guys who are ready to go deer hunting. It is just in time for deer season. And here's the price drop. The DXP50 is going to be on sale for all of October of 2023. I want to be specific. This sale is supposed to end on November or October 31st, 2023. Uh, the DXP50, which is a two power on the thermal, and it is a two power on the daytime, you know, digital day vision, it is normally $57.99 and it is on sale for $49.99. <laughs> that is insane. That is the exact same price as the Thermion 2 XP50 Pro. And guess what? You get the exact same Thermion 2 XP50 Pro in this DXP50. It's the same image quality, the same uh, image, everything there. You're mm -hmm. just getting the daytime uh, option as well. So $49.99 is the sales price on that. Then the DXP55, that's going to be the two power uh, XP50 thermal. And then the daytime version or vision, I should say, is going to be a four power. It is mm. normally $59.99, right at $6,000. And it's on sale for $51.99. So guys, this is big big sales. We're talking about $800 off on these for the month of October. If you're interested, we do have all these in stock at OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can call us, talk to us about them. 
Uh, also going on in September was the Pulsar Tally on XG35 sale. That is a 640 by 480 high resolution, small compact thermal optic that Pulsar had for $42.99. Uh, that sale was running for $34.99. Crazy good deal on a Pulsar 640. And that sale is continuing on into October right now. I don't know how long it's going to last, but guys, if you're interested in that unit, uh, you better grab it while you can. $34.99 on that unit. Again, everything I'm saying is what is going on right now. Mm -hmm. We're in the first week of October 2023. Uh, you may watch this in uh, six weeks or six months or six years, and everything can be different. <laughs> We're talking about what's going on right now. But as always, if you've got any questions, you can always call us, and we'll be glad to tell you what the My head is. is. Okay. Yeah, my head is spinning right now. Wait till now. we get and to the axions. Yeah, I know, cause, because because yeah. we, we were talking before the show, I was like, man, I cannot keep up with all this stuff that's going on. But so um, before we jump into it, like Jason said, give us a call, 877-350-1818, outdoorlegacygear.com. The best, you know, if, if you're wanting to know, if you're watching this show and it's several months down the road, you want to know if it's still on sale, go check out the website. So the, the website is the best place to go, Outdoor. LegacyGear.com. If you need help deciding on an optic and you need to speak with somebody who's used all the optics that you might be interested in, uh, give us a call. We'd love to talk you through it, help you make the decision, uh, and give you uh, some options. We're not going to tell you what to buy, but we're going to give you a few options so you can make uh, the best decision that you can. And I talked to a guy this morning that we talked about a few optics, and he said, man, I just have a gut feeling about this one. I said, hey, at the end of the day, you just got to go with your gut. And uh, so, and, and his gut was what I thought was the optic that he should go with. So <laughs> that, uh, that always works out good. But so we're going to jump right into the Axions and we've got, uh, let's see here. We've got three different, four, well, actually technically four different models of the Axions that we might be going over today. Uh, we've got the Axion XM30F. Uh, we're going to start out with, I've got the, in my hand, I've got the uh, XQ35 Pro LRF model, and we also have a non-LRF model we'll be going over. Uh, Jason's got the XG35, and uh, so that comes in two different models, uh, non-LRF and LRF. So, And also have the Axion XM30F. I'm holding that yes. now. Yes. So right. we're going to be jumping into that. There's Jason's so going to run down the, the XM30. First, I don't know how I we're going to do this. Y'all, we're going to be showing some video, but we are not, we're not going to sit here and read a paper nope. specs. <laughs> it is not going to be that kind of show. We're going to go over yeah, some basic specs. So yeah. a couple quick things. We do have a little bit of video out of all of these. Um, we're going to show a little bit of that uh, that you can see, just give you some idea. Again, this is not a comprehensive review of each one of these optics. We wanted to get them all out there since the sale started uh, this week on these. This sale uh, is uh, scheduled to go on through the end of the year. So it's essentially at this point a price drop. It, the, the end date says uh, December 31st, 2023. We'll see about that. But for all practical purposes right now, this is the new price on these. Um, we're going to go, we'll go over at the end all the, the pricing again, but we're going to go over each model by model. Uh, something we're not going to do, as Hans said, we're not going to read every single spec. Here's one thing you need to know. Every single one of these units has a removable, rechargeable Pulsar proprietary battery. They all carry the Pulsar three-year warranty. They all have internal audio and video recording. 
They all have multiple color palettes, black hot, white hot, and then a slew of other color palettes. They all have a picture in picture. They have uh, Wi-Fi streaming uh, to your smartphone or, or tablet. Mm -hmm. They, Hans, come on, help me here. What am I missing that they all have? They have the same basic brightness and contrast adjustment. They yeah, each have three I mean, color modes. I mean, not color modes. Um, uh, I'm sorry, user modes, uh, normal, high, and ultra. I mean, mm -hmm. what am I missing? They, they all carry the same basic Relati specs. Relatively same size. You know, once you get into the the non-LRF models and and you know, with the LRF models, so compact in size. Yep. I think the menus are very similar across the okay. board here. Uh, button layout. I mean, you talk about yep. that, the button layout yep. being similar button hand strap. Similar. I mean, you know, you might look at one of these, a picture of one of these, and you might not, the only way you could tell if it's an XQ or an XG is if you look at the, the number on the side, you know, the, the, the little, um, uh, indicator on the side of the optic that says what it is. So very small, compact is what people. Tons of people I would that say. are watching this. They're gonna yeah. think I'm like a monkey staring at a football. I was holding this up and I was like, yeah. "Man, this XM30F has the power button opposite." And I finally looking at it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've got it turned around backwards." So no, oh, the the, the blue button's yeah. the same on yeah. all these. So yeah. yeah. All right. So I just wanted you to know that essentially not essentially <laughs> realistically right. the menu the main features all mm -hmm. that is the same the only difference in these is going to be your magnifications your mm -hmm. a thermal sensor resolution your image quality your id range uh those are those the lenses those are what's changing everything yeah, else is the same there's definitely more similarities than i would say oh. uh, differences in these these but um yeah so you, jason's right. going to run down that xm30f and here we go kind of give us a, the lowdown on it all right, XM30F, I'm holding it up right here. This is the smallest, most compact version of any of the Axions. It is a little bit, very little bit, a little bit smaller than your XQ and your XG um, in width. They're just a little bit wider because that uh, sensor is a little bit larger than this one. So this is a 320, okay, hang on. Got to give you the price. That's the most important part. Axion XM30F, the price was 14 $99, $1,500. And right now the price has dropped to $1,199. This is going to be mm -hmm. one of the least expensive, um, you know, standard resolution thermal optics on the market now, uh, plus the removable battery and all that. Th guys, this is a this is a bargain of a unit. $1,199, $1,200 basically is what this unit is retailing for now. It is a 320 by 240 resolution, 12 microns sub 50 millikelvins, 50 hertz refresh rate. It is a three power base magnification. That's optical base magnification. It does include a digital zoom that goes up to 12 power. It has a field of view of 41 foot horizontally at 100 yards. Uh, the battery life, I ran a battery test on this unit. Hans and I tested all the batteries on these just in the last week or two. Uh, this one got almost eight hours. It was like seven hours and 58 minutes or something right there real close to eight hours. It uses a single APS-3 battery. These batteries uh, are $99. So again, one of these uh, we got 
eight hours on, you know, in the field, that's going to come down. Um, you're going to be turning it off and on using it. Uh, I think you could still get somewhere around seven or maybe even seven and a half hours, depending on your conditions. Uh, cold weather will bring that, but we just even take an hour off and call it seven hours. That's a long time on a $99 mm -hmm. battery. As right. you can see, very small, compact unit. Identification range, uh, IDing a hog or a coyote, a small animal like that. Hans and I are going to say about 200 yards. I think there's some conditions you might get a little bit further than that. We're, our, our, our estimates on all these are going to be conservative. Uh, so I would say about 200 yards uh, on that. A deer, a cow, an elk, a horse, or whatever, it's going to be further. I'm just talking about small animals. So mm -hmm. that is basically it. Again, it was 1500 It's now 1199 mm Mhm. All right. So right here, I'm going to hold up. Uh, we've got the Pulsar Axion 2. This is the XQ35 Pro LRF or LRF Pro, whichever way you want to say it. So there's two different models. There's the non-LRF. Uh, the price, the new price on that uh, is $1,499, so just under $1,500. The one with the laser rangefinder, $1,999. So that's a $500 price reduction on those. Um, it, you know, Obviously, the big difference, you can tell right away, this is the laser rangefinder model. You got the, you can see it on the side. The non-LRF model is going to be a little bit slimmer, obviously, because it doesn't have the laser rangefinder on the side of it. So basic specs on them, um, both of them are 384 by 288 thermal core resolution. They start at two power base magnification, 2X, uh, and then it goes up with digital magnification up to 8X. That's four times digital zoom, so 2X to 8X. Uh, it does have a field of view uh, of 56 feet at 100 yards. Uh, the ID range on a, you know, on a, a hog or whatever is going to be on a larger animal, 250 yards. Um, I would say on a smaller animal, it's going to be less than that. Maybe on a coyote, maybe around 200 yards or so. Uh, the battery test that, that we did on this one, um, taking an APS-5 Pulsar battery, uh, a little over eight hours, eight hours and 25 minutes to be exact on that. Uh, and it does take an APS-5. That's a Pulsar proprietary battery uh, that runs $79. Uh, but again, as you can tell just by very familiar, if you're, you know, the Axion's four-button layout on top with a 35-millimeter objective lens. It does have the, the Pro sensor on, in it, which is the minus 25-millikelvin rated sensor. And it does very good in conditions where there's a lot of humidity, a lot of moisture in the air. Uh, so it, that pro sensor is definitely going to help cut through a lot of that. That's okay. it for those. Yeah. All right. So you gave the prices, right? I did. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. All right. So what <laughs> I've got here, Axion XG35. I'm holding up the LRF model. Um, just like the XQ, if you just imagine this is gone right here, take this off. That's what it will look like for the non-LRF model. It just will not have the LRF on the side of it. Pricing on these, the LRF was $34.99. New price is $29.99. That's $500 off. And then the non-LRF was $29.99. It is now $24.99. So again, $500 off both those. Uh, that's a big price drop. So think about this, guys. This is a 640 unit. You're getting a 640 resolution resolution thermal optic with a laser rangefinder 
for three thousand without a laser mm. rangefinder for twenty five hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. That is yep. very affordable. So six forty by four eighty twelve micron fifty hertz refresh rate sub forty millikelvin, two and a half power base magnification does go up to twenty x digital zoom. Uh, much wider field of view than the Axion XM30F, 66 feet horizontally at 100 yards. Uh, battery is in APS. It's the same as uh, same as the unit that Hans has there, the XQ. It's APS-5. This is it. This is, got to hold it in my hand here. It's a proprietary Pulsar battery. As he mentioned, they're $79. I got nine hours of runtime mm. on my bench test with this. Uh, and, and I know somebody's going to say, well, wait a minute. Same battery, same basic thing as the XQ. Mm -hmm. Why would it get longer? Mm. My answer to that is it's got a different sensor. And so this sensor could just draw less power than that. That's simply what that could be. Mm -hmm. um, it could also be a variation in a battery. I mean, that's always possible to be a few minutes difference and, you know, one battery to the next. But generally, I would say this this unit probably just draws a little less power. There's a reason we got a little longer on this than Hans did on the XQ. Another thing that people ask is, does the laser rangefinder unit use more power? The answer to that is essentially no, unless you're using the laser rangefinder. Uh, just having it here, I mean, again, I got nine hours. It didn't didn't hurt a thing. Uh, putting it into, uh, you know, lasering, sending the laser out can use a little mm -hmm. more power, but not much. We don't see a big difference in that at all. So I wouldn't let that be a concern. It's just a matter of if you need a laser rangefinder or not. So again, uh, $29.99 down to $2,500 for the non-LRF and um, 20 no, I said that wrong. $2,400, $2,500 for the non-LRF, the new price, uh, and uh, $3,000, $2,999 for the LRF version. Now, real quick, we're going to talk about these units just a little bit briefly, but I do want to show you a couple more quick things, and I promise I'll make this quick. So, these are all good units. These are definitely uh, more of their um, budget conscious units, I would say. I know some people are saying, well, they still sound expensive to me. But as the thermal world goes, we're telling you these are these are very affordable at these new prices. They were, they were a good value before. They're a great value now. But you may be a guy that says, hey, listen, uh, if I'm going to do this, I want to go all the way. I want to I have the best of the best. What is that? This right here is the Pulsar Telos. This is the brand new unit, just barely began uh, shipping recently. They've only got one shipment of these hit the U.S. And this is the new, uh, it is a full-size thermal unit. This is their Telos XP50. Mm -hmm. This is the best image quality that you're going to get in a Pulsar handheld, period. Uh, it is... Um, uh, $34.99 for this unit. There'll also be a unit that'll have a laser rangefinder right underneath here. It's going to be on the bottom, not on the side, and it's going to be $39.99, $4,000. So these are 640 high resolution. Uh, these are, it's, it's the best of the best when it comes to a Pulsar monocular. So if you're saying, well, I, I want to spend more money, I want to get the best, this is it. If you're looking for something more, uh, a little more budget friendly, uh, then the Axions are where you're going to want to go. Now, I'm going to say this real quick because they just happen to be sitting on my desk. I'm going to just show them this right here is the Pulsar Mergers. These are their binoculars, okay? There's two models of these, and you've got 
the XP50, which again is going to be the same image quality that you have here in this Telos. That unit is $58.98. And then you've got these right here that I'm holding. These are going to be the Merger XL50. That is going to be their ultra high resolution, 1024 mm. by 768 resolution. Guys, mm -hmm. unbelievable. It's the first optic pulsars ever come out with, with higher than 640 resolution. Price on that unit is $79.99, right at eight grand. Both of these mergers uh, have all the features we've talked about, plus laser range finders built into both of them. So if you just want binoculars and you want the best image quality, that's the way to go. If you mm -hmm. want to, you know, monocular the best image quality, it's going to be the Telos. And then we drop down from there when I get it. You're like, that's all sounds fine and dandy, but I don't need a $3,500, four, five, seven, eight thousand $8,000, you know, handheld unit. I need something that I can quickly throw in my bag and, and you know, not spend enough money that my wife's going to, you know, let me sleep yeah. in the doghouse. You talked about the the deal on the Axions. I mean, yes, they are. Uh, they've come down in price. They're a lot more affordable, but they are not cheap enough yet that you don't have to ask for permission before you buy one. So <laughs> definitely right. do that first. Jason, let's break these down yep. real quick. Let's talk about first who might be a good candidate um, or, or be more attracted to the XM30. We'll just kind of go through these lists. Yeah. Who who would you know try to categorize them a little bit? So the XM30F. XM30F, I'm holding it in my hand. I love this thing. It's the smallest, it's the lightest, it's the most compact, it's the most affordable. Who I want to say this is good for is the deer hunter. Who I have to be honest and say it's not the best for is the deer hunter. And here's why. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I want it to be because there's a lot right. of guys that are deer hunting. They may may not do any other night hunting or any night hunting at all. Maybe they do a little bit. They want something they can carry deer hunting. They want to find a deer in the woods uh, or in the field they've shot. Maybe they just want to see them coming, whatever. This unit being a three power in a narrower field of view, I just don't think is fantastic at that. Now, if you're hunting in, you know, the Midwest and you're hunting big fields, then I think that's okay. You know, sure, you're you're out there looking across a big, wide open field. You want to see that hot spot. You want to see that there's something coming in. I think that's fine. If you're hunting in the south or somewhere where it's more wooded or more brushy, and maybe you're going to be looking for a dead deer in the woods in the brush, this this high magnification three power and the narrow field of view, I think is going to hurt you for that. So mm -hmm. uh, if you're a deer hunter, I think you need to be in big, wide open country for this. Uh, same thing. A lot of guys like the price of this and the size. They want to, you know, hunt squirrels, want to find squirrels with it. Not the best. Too much magnification. You're going to want something with less magnification and wider field of view. So mm -hmm. who is it good for? I think it's good for a guy who is hunting hogs or coyotes and you're in a field uh, and even if it's not a, a huge field, I think the three power will do you okay. Uh, bigger field would be better. And I think you're trying to hit a price point. I think mm. you you want small, lightweight. Maybe you've got a digital night vision scope, or maybe you've already got a thermal scope, and you're just like, hey, listen, I spent a lot of money on this thermal scope. I can't go spend two, three, four, five thousand dollars on a handheld. I think this is the unit for that. It does very good if you're really trying to keep those identifications within a couple hundred yards. You can see something at forever, a long ways, a thousand yeah. yards. I don't know what they say the ID range is. I think it's, I don't know, 1,500 yards or something. I don't know what it is. 
but seeing a hog or a coyote or a coon at hundreds of yards is absolutely mm. doable, just not identifying it. So if you're yeah. just looking for that hot spot, want to see something out there at the long range, I think the XM30F mm-hmm. is a very good value at eleven ninety nine. I think so too, and I, and I think when you talked about that, what about the 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 big game hunters, you know, that are needing an optic and they they need to see a large like an elk or a yeah. moose or something in in big wide open country, you know, looking from one cliff to the next cliff, and uh, large animal needs something with distance, just need to see that there's something out there. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head right there. Uh, as far as who it's good for. So the XM35. Uh, X, XQ35. XQ35 <laughs> Pro. I had the XM in the bread. XQ35 Pro, non-LRF and LRF. The, 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 this is uh, what makes this really ideal for a lot of people is the magnification. Two power base magnification. And really when it comes to when it comes to thermal and night vision the the top end magnification really doesn't mean a lot to me the base magnification the, you way mean the digital? way digital yeah the, yeah the top end you know if it says 8 power or 24 whatever the top Who end cares? high magnification doesn't doesn't really mm-hmm. matter that much i would say the base magnification this is a two power very wide field of view uh, 56 feet at 100 yards uh, this is for somebody that gosh you can uh, hunt short range with it in the woods. You can hunt long, longer range and cover more area when you're scanning side to side with a big wide field of view. So if you're uh, trying to do something close up like track track a deer, or if you're trying to see coyotes running, you know, from beside you in big wide open country, I prefer a two or a two and a half power base magnification uh, monocular. Once you get up into the three for the style of hunting that that we do, uh, which is shorter, uh, more small fields, not that long, uh, space in between tree lines. Uh, you know, the, the shor- shorter magnification does better, but I would say for a scanner is the more popular, uh, magnification starting point yeah. that two or two and a half power. But, you know, this is now that it's $500 off the original price, you know, the non LRF model being at 1500, the one with the laser range finder at 2000, the fact that you can get a very high quality, optic that has good id range uh very long detection range but with a laser rangefinder and rechargeable removable batteries uh, it's a heck of a deal especially at that price now but really the coyote hunter the hog hunter the deer hunter the recreational camper that goes out just to have it to you know make sure that nobody's snooping around the campsite there's so much you can do with this it's hard to classify one different type of application just because of uh, the the fact that the the magnification level is ideal for for a lot of different things but the picture image is good uh it's a you know at 1500 and now two thousand dollars it's very That's very fun. good deal yeah i think i think if you're just looking for the the bargain of all bargains i think it's in there i mean i think that is an unbelievable I, yeah. unit with a i can tell you this the image quality is better than that. It's better than fifteen hundred dollars. It's it's uh, you know I'm, I'm going to say this and I haven't maybe I shouldn't because I haven't even thought this out, but I'm going to think real quick. Hans, I know you get so nervous when I do this, but correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's a handheld on the market for fifteen hundred dollars that has this kind of image quality right now. I mean today. No, 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 no. no. I, I would I say so. No, anything. I, 
I would say I, I would say that that's correct. And also, you think about the the fact that there's not that many monoculars with a built-in laser rangefinder in it, yeah. and definitely not one of this quality. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, at at that price, at that two thousand dollar price point, um, that has the same picture quality as this. So, you I, know, I, I want to say he, something else. Oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, go um, ahead. Th- I'm going to say this, and this is just for the guys who are really watching this review, who are, are watching every bit of it, because there's a lot of guys going to miss this. Because I know they're probably skipping by. And I don't blame them. <laughs> Tired of mm-hmm. listening to us. Here's something you know about these Axions, and this is not going to surprise anybody that already owns a Pulsar unit. But I mean, I'm holding these things, both of these, in my hand, XM30F and this XG. Guys, these things are rock solid. These are legit. These Mm -hmm. are not, when you hold this, if you think this feels cheap, then I don't know what you've been using, but you haven't been using any other thermal optic because these are nice. I mean, this is attention to detail. This is not something out of a Cracker Jack box. These are European made. They are very, very nice. I, I mean, the entire housing, I mean, you've got little uh, textured rubber where you need it. You've got uh, a nice solid housing. The buttons are laid out well. This button right over here on your laser uh, is separate. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect place. Uh, you know, again, the padded hand strap. Look at this. This is so silly. It's so it, logical. It's so watch this. And does this have lens a, cap back? Lens yeah. caps magnetic right here on the side, so it's not dangling. There's a lot of thought put into these. And and has a because I think. I didn't mention it. It's got a tripod mount in a weird spot, but it yep. does come with an attachment. So it's not on the bottom. A tripod mount is right here on the side. But there's an adapter, a, yeah. That adapter that goes the in there. So, yep. yes, you can set up on a tripod, for, tripod. for not wearing at your arms. So That's right. Let's, um, so let's talk about oh, the go ahead. XG. Well, yeah, you know, XG. The, uh, are we done with XQ? Yeah, we are. Go to the XG. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the XG, uh, again, we're talking about this unit. With the laser rangefinder, 640 high resolution, it's going to be $3,000. Without the laser rangefinder, $2,500. That's going to be the cheapest 640 handhelds that I know of out there right now. And this kind of quality, especially with the laser rangefinder option, if that's something that you want. Um, I know there's a lot of guys, Hans and Ashley and I at Outdoor Legacy get this question all the time. Do I get the laser rangefinder in my scope or to get it in my handheld? And we have a whole discussion on that. I think we've done a show on that. But I can tell you this is going to sway a whole lot of guys. They're going to say, if I can get it this affordably in the handheld, now I'll just pick the scope that I want and forget about the laser rangefinder in that. Um, So I think that's going to sway a lot of people. Really, really like this unit for the money. I think that uh, it is two and a half power. I think the guy that's going to be drawn to this maybe a little more is maybe going to be your coyote hunter, maybe a guy in the Midwest uh, in a little bit of a drier climate. I think that this uh, this unit performs, the XG performs a little better in dry conditions. I think that the XQ with the uh, Pro Sensor I think it does a little bit better in the higher humidity. Uh, again, I'm in East Texas, been using this unit. It's performing fine. I was on hogs last night with it uh, out there at all kinds of ranges from uh, 100 yards to, to 350 yards. Uh, I think that the 2.5 power 
Uh, I'm saying that. I'm hoping I need to look back down. It is two and a half. I made sure I wasn't wasn't wrong on that. I think that again, longer range, little better identification range because of the higher magnification and higher resolution. I think there's going to be probably a lot of coyote hunters that lean this way, uh, and maybe some some deer hunters. The one thing that I just want to stress is that uh, you know I've said this before, but people make this mistake. They just hear XG. And they say, oh, yeah, Pulsar's got that $6,000, you know, XG Thermion. That's that's one of the best scopes they make. This is going to be just like that, and I'm going to get it for $2,500. Uh, or they've got that Talion XG, and that's now on sale for $3,500. It's going to be just like that. It's not. Uh, it's a very good mm. unit. It's the, it is the same sensor. But do not expect $6,000 image quality out of a $2,500 monocular, okay? I mean, I'm not, I know there's guys right now backing up going, do I not need to buy it? No, I'm not saying that. I'm trying to set realistic expectations because that's a mistake that people make a lot of times with any of these optics, even the XQs. They'll say, well, wait a minute, uh, that's gonna have the exact same image quality as the Thermion XQ35 or the Thermion XQ50, they're three and $3,500. No, it's not going to be quite that good. If it was, it would probably be that price. So mm. just want to set your expectations. But again, for the money, guys, these things are a bargain. I, again, I think, Hans, I'm going to let you chime in, but I really do think, uh, I think anybody can use this at two and a half power. That's not, you know, not a big deal. You could be a hog hunter. But I do think uh, with the laser range finder, I hear a lot of, you know, Midwestern, Northwest guys in, you know, big country hunting coyotes, they want the 640 and they want a little more mm. magnification. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 640 is going to give you a little bit more or, or better ID range with that, a little bit further out there. It What it does, having a good 640 monocular, is it allows you to not have to jump on your rifle that much. Meaning, if you're scanning with your, your monocular, and you have further ID range, that means that you don't have to like scan and be like, oh, what's that? Let me get my scope so I can tell exactly what it is. So it keeps you from having to jump back and forth as often if you can ID with a good quality binocular. So yeah, I, think, I would definitely yeah, go with, yeah, agree with I'm that. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you again. I didn't mean to. Uh, I think that the other thing is there's a lot of guys that already own a 640 resolution scope and they're kind of in that, what I was talking about, man, I don't want to spend, you know, 3500 4000 on a handheld but mm. i have 640 and i like 640 and i'd rather have a budget 640 than go down to a really good 384 they just don't want to take that step down in loss of pixels and so i think that's where this xg35 comes into play is especially if a guy's already got the 640 or maybe he knows he's going to get one, you know, I've, mm -hmm. I've got a 384 thermal rifle scope now, but I know I'm going to be making the upgrade and I'm not going to want to be going down to a 384 on my handheld all night. So I think that's right. another, another time where the XG makes sense. So guys, yeah, that's, a, that's I, tough. I, I think that, you know, I know we've said these prices over and over. Hans, maybe you can put a graphic up or something and show them. Man, so we're basically create talking, more work for exactly. me. Exactly. Did you see how I did that? Did you see? Man. I was hoping he wouldn't even. Now I've got to do it because you said it in no, the show. Exactly. I've got to go back and. Exactly. Oh, man. So I know it. So we're talking about basically units from twelve hundred dollars to fifteen hundred, two thousand, twenty-five hundred, and three thousand. Uh, five different units. Very good pricing. Mm -hmm. If you can't find one of these, 
that if this is your budget, your price range, and you can't find one of these you like, then, man, I don't know what to tell you because you've got <laughs> laser range finders and non-laser range finders. They all, like I said, removable yeah. batteries. As you can see here, very good battery life. The least uh, run time on our, our bench test was eight hours. So, guys, this is these are a very, very good deal. If you're interested in these and you say, okay, this was great. All right. I, I learned a few things, but I still don't know which one to buy. You need to call us. We're mm -hmm. very happy to help you. Hans, uh, our salesman, Ashley, myself, we all use these units and we will walk you through uh, which one is best for you. Again, you're going to tell us a little more about what you're doing. Your situation is going to be unique to you. You're going to have your needs, your wants, your budget, and we can figure out what is the best and what, and, and maybe mm. it turns out it's a Telos. Maybe it turns out, you know, you say these look great, but I know I want one of those mergers. I'm willing to spend the money. Well, we've got that too. We can help you figure out whatever is going to suit your needs and your budget the best at Outdoor Legacy. Yeah. So I appreciate that. So if you are, again, OutdoorLegacyGear.com, 877-350-1818. If you like what you hear, and you want to hear more of it, thelatenightvisionshow.com, all of our past episodes. Uh, go check us out on YouTube. We have all of our episodes there. We do Two Minute Tuesday. Uh, we do some shorts in between, uh, YouTube shorts in between now and then. So if you only listen on the audio podcast version, whether it's you know iTunes or whatever, and you want to see what this stuff looks like, go to the YouTube channel, The Late Night Vision Show. Uh, if you want to find out more uh, and you want to see more reviews, more hunts, uh, if you want to hear a shorter review and not so much rambling, uh, which is, we did good on this one, but uh, Hans ETX, that's my YouTube channel, Hans, H-A-N-S ETX, shorter form reviews, some hunts in there, so you can check that out as well. And then uh, Ashley, uh, who has been doing a lot of videos that showing just pure video footage. So if you want to see what it looks like and you don't want to hear all the other stuff, Go check out Ashley's YouTube channel. That's Row. That's R O W E E T X. And you can find all of us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, at our names, either Hans ETX, Row ETX, or Outdoor Legacy. And we would uh, really appreciate the follow or the like or whatever you want to give to us. But this has been episode 283, your one stop shop. Again, all news, night vision, and thermal related, hog and predator hunting anything that you can hunt at night and not get a ticket for <laughs> you get, give us a listen and thank y'all for following. We will be back soon to episode 284, man. We are getting back into, uh, the season of hunting of optics of reviews of best of shows and shot show looming at the beginning of next year. So we've got a lot of work in between now and then, but we'd love to do it and we do it with a smile on our face. We'll see y'all next Thursday. Uh, Y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making them bacon pancakes.